0: Carolyn and Sean Savage. They had three beautiful children, but they wanted one more. They had some difficulties with pregnancy, so they decided to seek the services of an in vitro fertilization clinic, and they crossed their fingers. We thought we're gonna go for it, and however it turns out, we'll be okay with that. If it works, great, we'll have four kids perfect. If it doesn't work, we're fine with our family the way it is. We went in for that frozen embryo transfer, and we transferred three embryos. Ten days after the frozen embryo transfer, I was scheduled to go and have a blood draw for a pregnancy test, and I waited that day for a phone call confirming. Now, I have to tell you, I knew in my heart I already was. I had all of the symptoms. I just knew it had worked. i I knew it. I'm already thinking of names. How am I going to set up our house? So, when the call did not come one o'clock past, two o'clock past, three o'clock past, no call I figured they'd call for sure by the end of the day. So, that's why when my husband, Sean, kind of barreled through our door at about four o'clock that afternoon, I was stunned. He said that the doctor had informed him that indeed I was pregnant but that there had been a mistake and that they had thawed and transferred the embryos of another couple. So I was indeed pregnant with somebody else's genetic child. I was shocked. I think when anyone undergoes some sort of a fertility treatment, you expect one of two things to happen. Either it's going to work and you're pregnant or it didn't work and you're disappointed. The idea that you could be pregnant with somebody else's child never even entered into the realm of possibility for me. The doctor explained that um, he needed to know what our intentions were. Very quickly, within moments of learning of the situation, we we knew what we had to do. That was care for this child during the pregnancy and do our best we could to protect him or her and then deliver him or her back to his genetic parents um, upon delivery, because that's what we would have wanted someone to do for us. I immediately thought, okay, people do this, right? I'm now a surrogate. But what I think is important for people to understand is that that has to be a decision-making process that is well thought out. That didn't happen for us. The enormity of what we were undertaking, it was very, very scary. Pregnancy is not an easy thing. There are moments that you think, I can't believe that I'm just, you know, standing up and going on, but I'm going to get a baby in the end, and and I'm going to get to be a mother. We weren't going to get that. We had to explain why I was gonna have a baby and why I wasn't gonna come home from the hospital with a baby. I remember one time I was in the grocery store and um, one of the cashiers said to me, you know, is it a boy or a girl? It's a boy. She's like, oh, and I would just sit there and smile and I'd just be dying on the inside. And I think the lowest point of the pregnancy was A particular evening where I was quite ill and I just sat in my bathroom and sobbed. I just didn't know how I was going to be able to let this child go. The hospital was tricky. We tried to control it as best as we could, but I also didn't know once they took him from the delivery room if we were going to be seeing him again, because his genetic parents never made that promise. I wanted him to know, someday, that the moment he took his first breath, that the people that were standing in that room were thrilled that he was there and that he was not a burden, he was a gift. He was in the delivery room with me for about 20 minutes when they rolled him from the room and I remember the door shutting, I remember closing my eyes and thinking, it's okay, it's going to be okay. At the end of this, everything was going to work out and be just fine. The year after he was born was probably more difficult than the pregnancy. And that I had not planned for. And so that was tough. And I had to work through that. And um, every time I get an email update or a picture or we get an opportunity to see him, we're reassured that we did the right thing. After Logan was born, my husband, Sean, and I made a decision to have another child. We learned kind of early on in in my pregnancy with Logan that he would be my last pregnancy um, due to the number of C-sections and just my physical condition. And of course, we had the embryos that we were originally trying to use in the first place. So, we knew we had to seek the services of a surrogate, which is the ultimate irony in our situation. (laughs) How often do you find a surrogate looking for a surrogate? I mean, that just doesn't even make any sense. So, this past August, our wonderful surrogate delivered 37 week twins to us. We were in the delivery room. It was truly probably the most joyous moment of our lives it would be foolish for me to claim that I don't think that there's a little bit of karma involved in this I look at them and I think I wouldn't have them if what happened hadn't happened thanks so much to Carolyn, and Dean Savage for sharing their story at the Snap. We're going to have a link to their book, Inconceivable, on our website, snapjudgment.org. That story was produced by Anna Sussman.